Bung Bung. This episode of Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, boy. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Oh, no, no. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the, uh, the, um, shit, what else man? Probably, uh, Probably like the Frank the Tank of podcasting almost because uh, this weekend, Lord boy, uh, got after it. So you guys listened to the uh, What's Up Bike Club, um, listened to the episode on the weekend with Rach. Now she had she had a problem with that episode. She, uh, she was worried that it was a bit too weird. I actually thought that it was hilarious um, and I thought she probably... I thought she actually did a good job. I thought she did the best that she had done on the show so far. Scooter me boy. And, and that's Scott. And we actually, I saw Scott on Saturday night. Um, uh, it was Sam's, Sam's birthday, Scott's wife's birthday. And we went there, uh, and it was like a surprise, right? And let me tell you this now, Scott, Scott's already been told this. I saw it in the group chat, but now Scott went all out for Sam's birthday. It was her 29th birthday. And now you're supposed to go all out for the 30th birthday. And it looked to me like Scott might've, uh, you know, busted his baby glue a little too early. And he, he took her horse riding. He took, he took her to the, the top of the, uh, Adelaide, What's it called? Adelaide Oval. So the roof climb. He took her across there. There at the footy. He did a surprise party. So all, all of uh, the B's and, and the G's were at, at, at Brooklyn, a bar in Adelaide following the football game. He did it all. He did it all. And you know what that means? That means that next year, this motherfucker better hope that he wins some type of uh, lottery or um, like... Like maybe, maybe like a, a trip, uh, around the world or some shit like this. Cause I don't know what he's going to do, bro. I don't know what he's going to do. Um, now I was lucky. Rachel's 30th birthday was maybe three or four months after I, what's up, Sammy? Uh, three or four months after I met her. So I didn't really have to do that much. I went, I got real sick, but I still went to her, uh, her birthday, right? And that was what, that was probably enough, right? But I also bought her a leather jacket, which was nice, dude. And also have a big problem with that because she barely wears this thing. She says she loves it. And I've seen her wear it probably five times. Huge problem with that. So I'm still probably, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm still paying that shit off, you know? And now I don't know about Scott, dude, <laughs> but Scott, went for it, bruh. Scott went for it. He gave her the real deal, bruh. Scott went, um, Scott must've had 15 group chats open. He texts all of them. Hey guys, what should I do? 
for Sam's birthday and they all gave suggestions and he just did every single suggestion, bro. <laughs> bro, Scott. Scott just wrote, I'm broke. Scott Scott is out here, dude, just doing doing things, bro. And let me tell you this. This is my second problem with it is he's making the rest of us actually look bad. He's making us look bad because now... Now... Because 29's a nothing birthday. I just had the same birthday and it was nothing. None of my friends cared. My family didn't even care. Um, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure like I didn't get a letter from the queen or nothing like that. Um, and he, and he did this for a 29th. So I'm thinking I'm scot-free until, well, not scot-free, not scot-free, but like, you know, the saying scot-free, I'm thinking that I'm scot-free until Rachel's 40th because she's got nothing birthdays until her 40th. Turns out, turns out I brought Rachel to Scott's wife's 29th birthday so now rachel's probably like shit clay's gonna do some shit like this for me next june and guess what bro i'm not and so she's all gonna she's gonna be disappointed it's gonna be scott's fault and scott can pay for my relationship counseling now what scott said was about to hold on i'm gonna have to grab the camera here Was about to ask if you were going to do a comedy set on the potty, but you just needed to talk about me. <laughs> oh, speaking of comedy, there's a new, um, a new comedy room. Well, it's not, it's a, it, oh, no, it's not new. It's not new. It's the Rhino room, but downstairs tomorrow night. And I'm going to go there. I'm going to sign up for open mic 7.30 tomorrow night. So that'll be my fourth set, dude. So we're doing things. We're doing things. We're really trying to, um, you know, we're really trying to be comedians and shit. We're trying to be comedians, podcasters, um, good boyfriends, chefs sometimes, gamers. Um, oh, bike club. What's a bike club got here? You explaining the whole degree to now be a player manager in the NBA to Rach. The tone of your voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Rach thought, Rach thought that the Rich Paul rule was was uh some sort of good idea and it's not it's just basically being racist but i you know i'm not a racist bro unless you are you know what i'm saying dude but um you know sometimes i get flare-ups i get racial flare-ups sometimes uh if you know i see a bad driver dude um i can get kind of racist uh or if you know, sometimes if I'm wearing like probably more kind of white people clothes, like you saw, I think there was an episode that I talked about what white people wear. And that's like, um, those colorful shorts and like button down, uh, like button down shirts and sunglasses with the, the thing that connects the, the arms. Like that's pretty much white people in summer. And if I'm wearing, and boat shoes with no socks too. So sometimes if I'm wearing like, I've got some like salmon colored shorts, dude. If I'm wearing those walking down the street on a, you know, a dark night, um, shout out to Christopher Nolan. But like, if I'm doing that on like a dark night and I see black people that's wearing more stereotypical black clothes. So they, you know, black people haven't discovered um, skinny jeans yet. Um, uh, sometimes they've got haircuts like mine, dude. And I, yeah, I definitely discriminate against that. So, um, yeah, I'll cross the street straight up, dude. I'll be racist against my own people straight up. Cause sometimes we don't even know how to act. And that's just, 
you know, sometimes that's just the truth, but that's mm. ginger tea. Um, apparently ginger is healing and I'm still kind of, I'm lightweight, still fucked from the weekend, bro. But let me tell you this. I had, I had trouble concentrating yesterday. Yesterday was Monday. I had Monday-itis. But I also, bruh, um, I also today went in and redeemed myself and worked hard today, bro. I worked fucking hard today, dude. So that was cool. Um, you know, I don't do Clay's reviews on the live stream, but I have probably 8, 10, 15 movies to review. I watched probably most movies. I watched most movies ever made. I watched all of them on uh, Sunday uh, while I was feeling pretty sorry for myself. And, um, yeah, I don't think I've remembered to rate them all. So I'm going to rate them all on the fly uh, on this episode of the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. What else? Oh, bet with Joel, dude. What's up, Elliot? Elliot and Elliot, um, Elliot was there on, on Saturday too. And we played beer pong. And I won, I'm pretty sure every game except the last game when they made me partner up with Rach. And I don't mean to disrespect Rach in any way. And she she can be my partner again, but I'll straight up tell you right now that it's her fault that we lost. So that, that happened. Uh, Rachel hit one cup. I hit eight cups and you have to actually get 10 cups to win. And Elliot hit the game winner. So pretty pissed about that. What else, dude? What else did I do? Went out for breakfast on, well, brunch on Sunday to some organic store. Um, and it was delicious, but it wasn't enough food, dude. So I'm fucking still hungry. So I had to leave. I had to leave a cafe to go home to eat more, bro. So you tell me how that shit fucking works, you know? Um, just... It's just unacceptable, especially the prices that they're going to make like some Benedict Cumberbatch eggs or whatever that shit's called, um, uh, with the hollandaise sauce. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to get full. There's a piece of toast on it. I don't usually eat bread and I still wasn't full cause it was one piece of toast and I'm pretty sure one egg, but it's hard to see under all that hollandaise sauce. And I fucking have a story about hollandaise sauce, dude. And I'm pretty sure I've told it on the potty before. I fucking went for my official visit to Bryant University before I signed there. Okay. And I think, I don't remember if they won or lost. I think they actually lost, but they partied afterwards, right? And, um, and whoever was looking after me, like, you get like a buddy sort of situation when you are, when someone visits. So I got this dude named Nick and Nick takes me to liquor, the liquor store dude and buys all the liquor dude. I'm pretty sure he put a bid on, on the actual store. So we, we party, we party, we party. I make out, I make a questionable decision with the girl that I make out with that night. Okay. And, um, I'll go back to the hotel. Meanwhile, my mum comes on the visit with me. She was there for most of the visit, but then the partying part, she just went back to the hotel. We had separate rooms. I get to the hotel. Fuck eyed, right? So I get, I go, um, to sleep and all this. No, I called Corey and I'm telling him about how much vodka is in my belly and shit. Uh, I wake up to knocks on my door and it's now it's morning. It's my mum like, Clay, we're late. 
Coach is out the front of the hotel waiting. He's picking us up. This is like a valet service. I'm sitting there like, fuck, all right, hold on. Let me jump in the shower real quick. I smell like a brewery. I get in the shower. I just start power chucking, bro. And then uh, we go on this long fucking drive. So I'm getting motion sickness now, plus hangover sickness, all types of sickness. We get to um, this place that's like a lighthouse. It's windy as fuck. So I'm getting more motion sickness when I'm out of the car. We go, we go in and I order what I ordered this weekend. Some uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, uh, Eggs Cumberbatch. And um, I have one bite and I'm like, I can't do this. And I had to run to the bathroom at the breakfast. I'm at the breakfast with the coach and three assistant coaches and my mom. And four assistant coaches, sorry. And I left and threw up and came back and I hadn't had... Um, benedict cumberbatch eggs since dude you know so um then i had that on the weekend and i think i'm over it and that's a decade later now it's a decade later and i can have eggs benedict cumberbatch but maybe you put more than 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 one piece of toast and one egg on my plate because i'm going from cafe to home for more food bro you know what i'm saying so that's that's my thing with most cafes at the moment. I say most because there's a couple cafes where I actually went to this other cafe with my mum called um, I think it's called Whistle and Flute, and I almost didn't even finish what I was having because it was so much food. But I knew I had to prepare my stomach for a big weekend in Melbourne because I had this lunch with my mum on a Friday and I was going to Melbourne Friday night to get absolutely blind. And I think I told you guys about the time that I met, uh, well, the, the saying blind drunk actually comes from a guy that I went to high school with. It's about him. He, his name is Jerry Jeffcott and he drank himself blind, bro. And that's where the expression comes from. And that's sourced. Um, and it's all sourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, but it's all unsourced as well. So, um, that's it for the live stream. You guys know where to find us. Welcome to the potty on everything. Bung, bung. All right. Um, so, shit, that was a lot of talking. I feel like, um, I feel like I haven't podcasted in ages and that's probably because on Saturday I was still a little bit or a lot of bit, um, drunk from Friday night. Yes, I did Friday, Saturday, back to back on the weekend. That was fucking lit. So, um, yeah, dude, I'm thinking of probably, um, doing like, oh, yeah, I reckon maybe we do some Claire's Reviews, Moneymaker Mitch, if you would be so inclined. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Claire's Reviews. Alright, I'm just going through my notes to find what movies I've been watching. Alright, now, the first one, I saw this at the movies, it's out now, dudes! Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes. Yes. And I'll even take a clap for that money making Mitch if I can, because this movie, this movie is, uh, uh, I mean, it's not one of his best, but it's definitely, uh, a fantastic film. Now, um, it stars, um, Brad Pitt, Bradley Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Margaret Robbie, um, uh, Quentin Tarantino directs it. 
Um, was there anyone else notable in it? Oh, I don't think so, dude, but um, yeah, man, I liked it. Now, hold on. Let me just take a sip of this ginger tea. Mm. Uh, I liked it, but um, there's been some some things. People have been saying like, oh, I didn't understand it. I got, I didn't understand it. I got, it's too long. And I said, two, it's too long. I said, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. So like, you got to understand before you go in there, that's a, it's a pretty hefty time investment. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I didn't understand it. And now you need to, you need to be paying attention because sometimes movies make you think that nothing's going on and shit's really going on. And this is one of those movies. And it might be helpful to understand the whole, uh, the Sharon Tate story, um, about her, um, because I had an expectation, um, about her murder, right? She was murdered. This is common knowledge. I'm not, I'm not, uh, spoiling anything, but because of the expectation, it created a lot of anxiety. And I was wondering when, where, what the fuck, like, how's this going to play out? Cause it's not, it's also not a documentary. So you just need to understand both of these things. You need to understand what Leonardo is going through. Um, psychologically okay so hold on i'm just gonna google what his player's name uh, his player his name was in the movie uh once upon a time in hollywood okay so leo's name was i think it was rick something where is it oh here we go rick dalton that's right um you gotta understand what rick dalton's going through as a man during this, this time. Okay. Like he's, he's, he's struggling. You need to understand what it is that he wants and how he's going to get it. You got to understand that. And then you got to understand Cliff Booth as well, who is Brad Pitt's character. But, um, oh, by the way, by the fucking way, yes, Margot Robbie is a big star. No, the movie's not about her. So if you want to start saying all this shit about like the women didn't get enough speaking roles and oh why what like Sharon Tate's life was so interesting why would you not spend enough time on Now that's the thing. The movie's not about Sharon Tate. That's not what it's about. Sh- Sharon Tate is in it. Okay, do you understand that? It's not about her. The movie's about what it's about. That's like me saying, um, hey, hey, Quentin, where's all the fucking, why didn't you pay any attention to the LA riots? This is racist. You didn't have anything about fucking Rodney King. This is racist. Well, dude, that's not what the movie's about. Okay? The movie's about what it's about. And you got stars like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio holding this shit together. Yeah, they're going to get a fair bit of screen time, Duke. All right? Nothing against Margot Robbie. I think she's a beautiful lady and I think she's a talented lady. Do I think she was undermined? 
No, I don't. Do I think that if she thought that she was getting stitched up, she would have done the movie? No, I don't. Because it's hashtag me too and it's hashtag times up. Of course she wouldn't have. But you know what? Okay. Okay. Next. Oh, you don't want to do it? Next. Oh, you don't want to do it? Because guess who does? hundred other bitches. Next. And also, if you're on Twitter talking about this shit like, Oh, Nicky Morgan, she didn't do this. Shut the fuck up. Alright? Movie was dope, though. Ran long. I did have to I did have to sprint to the toilet during it because I did have um five beers before watching it. Um I had to run off for probably I probably was gone for two minutes. I missed two minutes of it. But still gets eight out of ten. Okay. Um what else? Where's my list here? What else have I watched? Uh, this movie called Delt, and and it's a documentary, and uh, from twenty seventeen, uh, and it's on. I watched it on Netflix. Um, now this guy's name is Richard Turner, and he's a he's not a magician. He is a card mechanic. Um, Cause he, what he says is he can fit. He's like a card cheat. He knows how to fix it. He's got all these tricks with cards that, yeah, he's, he's just, so he's a sneaky motherfucker. Check this out though. He's blind and that's the kicker. And it goes off, it goes over this and it was, um, very interesting, but his, his whole thing is. I don't want to be known as the blind magician or the blind card mechanic or whatever. I just want to be known as a really good card mechanic. I don't want it to be better because I'm blind. Well, guess what, Duke? It is better because you're blind. So I'm sorry to tell you that. Nate Robinson won two slam dunk competitions because he's tiny, dude. When you see a tiny man dunk a basketball, that makes it better. Sorry, it's not about your dunks anymore. It's just about your tiny and you're dunking. It doesn't even matter what dunk you're doing. You understand? So I'm sorry, but it is better because you're blind. And you should be you should be fucking proud that you can even still do this shit when you're blind. And by the way, legally blind just means like a certain degree of like sight, sight impaired, vision impaired, you know? Um but he's he's in complete darkness. He doesn't see at all. Black. You know? So so he's probably not racist if everything that he sees is black, you know, so that's good as well. Um, but no, I recommend it. I recommend it. I give it a uh, 7.5. So that's two very, very good films in a row. Let's see what else is on my list here. Um, the Dilemma. And that stars Kevin James and uh, Vince Vaughn. And I watched that also on, uh, on Netflix. Uh, and... Basically, this movie is about uh, Vince Vaughn catches Kevin James's wife cheating on him, and he's like, he doesn't know how to deal with it. Does he? Does he tell his friend straight away? We're in the middle of a business deal. He needs to have his head. He needs to have his mind right. You know? Do I tell him? Do I tell her to tell him? Do I tell her that if she doesn't tell him, I'm gonna tell him? Now, let me tell you this: If I saw this shit, and I've been in this situation before. I've had to tell a friend of mine that his bitch was cheating on him, you know? And I say this bitch because 
she cheated on him, so she is a bitch. You know? And people get very hostile at things like that. I had a friend tell me, she didn't straight up tell me that my girl was cheating on me, but she was like, Clay, like, uh, I just want to let you know, like, something doesn't add up to me. Doesn't seem right. And instead of saying, oh, thanks, Kay. That's uh, really nice of you to have my back like that. I was like, how dare you? You're so jealous, whatever. Don't try and like bring me down just because I'm doing well and all this shit. My posture's been so terrible lately. Let me just sit up straight. Um, And this is what happened when I told my friend that his bitch was cheating on him. No, she's not. She wouldn't do that. Like, all right, bruh. All right. But also, look at me. You know me, bruh. I don't want to fuck you. You know, I'm not trying to come between you. I'm trying to tell you the truth because you're my friend, bruh. And your bitch, she's cheating on you, son. You know, so that, that conversa- that's a conversation that I've had in my life before. So I was identifying with that movie and it was good though. I actually, I actually kind of enjoyed it, man. Um... So, yeah, I'd recommend it. I like Vince Vaughn, dude. I really do like Vince Vaughn and Kevin James. I do like him too. Um, Winona Ryder was in it. And uh, what's her name? Jennifer something. Hold on. I've got I've got the cast here. Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer Connelly. And you better believe that Jennifer Connelly is a bad bitch, bruh. And she, uh, um... I gotta say, I, I noticed some pretty decent similarities between her and Rach. You know, <laughs> I'm not bragging, you know, but you know, humble brag, humble brag. Um, Jennifer Connelly. Um, if you want to Google her, that's basically like googling Rach. So, um, yeah, I gave that movie a six out of ten. Oh, Channing Tatum's always in, also in it. Okay, the next one I watched was called uh, Cabin in the Woods. And I couldn't remember if I've seen this before. It's from 2011, so there's a good chance. But when I watched it, I couldn't really remember all of it, but I could remember some of it. So maybe I don't know. I don't know. But your boy Chris Hemsworth's in it. Is it Chris? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is in it. And basically, it is uh, a group of, uh, I think, five friends. Two batches in one, one dude. Um they go to a cabin in the woods and, um, of course don't ever do that because of course you're going to die if you do. Um, but yeah, they went to this cabin in the woods and shit just got lit, dude. Uh, of course, you know, like, uh, yeah, a uh, duh. She got lit and they were all like walking stereotypes. So whatever. She gets a bit weird. One dude, he's a stoner and he's like, I can see everything clearly, man. Something's not really right here, man. And of course he was right the whole time. But everyone's just like, oh, you know, shut up, Shaggy. I mean, his name wasn't Shaggy, but Shaggy's a stoner out of Scooby-Doo. But yikes or zoiks, some shit like that. I don't know about this, Scoob. Um... So, and yeah, very violent, very gory, very, it was just so corny, bro. Like, I just, I don't really fuck with it. Didn't really fuck with it. But I did though, at the same time, like I sat through it way easier than I shat through, sat, sorry, shat through, 
um, Holmes and Watson or whatever that bullshit was with John C. Riley and um, Will Ferrell. One of the worst movies I've ever seen, actually. Um, but yeah, Cabin in the Woods, that was also on Netflix. And I, I give that one a six. And I should write these down so I can... Um, so I can put them all on uh, on the gram. So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 8. Delt, 7.5. The Dilemma, 6. Cabin in the Woods, 6. Oh, you thought I was done? Get your shit together, bruh. Um, four Christmases. And that's another one with your man, Vince Vaughn. Okay. Um, and Vince Vaughn, uh, is married, not married. Uh, his girlfriend in the movie is called, her name is Reese Witherspoon and she's, she's in Legally Blonde. And I guess their whole, their whole shtick is that they don't like being with their families on Christmas. So they make up this shit every year about like, oh yeah, we're going away. We're going to go build houses in Kenya or we're going to go like feed, feed, you know, orphans or, or, you know, we're doing this and doing that. And, um, then they're, they're on their way to Fiji or some shit. And the news, the news person catches them like, Oh, your flight got delayed. What are you going to do for Christmas or whatever? And he's like, fuck. And all their family see him. So, and both of their parents are split up. So they've got to go to the, his mom and his his mom's house, his dad's house, her mom's house, her dad's house, and just gets pretty turnt, dude. And like you know, obviously there's a relationship breakdown and repair. Um, that's what happens in rom coms. It's never just smooth sailing. It's never just we're gonna get through this without fighting once. It's we're gonna get through this for the most part, have a huge fight where we look like we're gonna break up and then we'll get back together right at the end. And that's sort of how that shit went. Um Was it funny? Yeah. And was there some like kind of I don't know if she was a porn star or something in this movie. Um let's have a look and see if I can find her. Who is is that her there? Kristen Chenoweth. Let's just have a look and see if this internet just wants to work for me. Because she had her titties out and all types of shit. Okay. American stage, screen and television actress. Though, depending on who you ask, Cheno fans may disagree on what her most famous roles are. Does that mean that she did porn? I don't know. Um, Let's just check her... uh, her uh, filmography here. No, she's a no. She's legit. She's legit, but she looks. She look. She's got that kind of look. That porn star look. She's got definitely had work on her face and um, chest. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Probably a five for that one, and that was on Netflix as well. Um, now. I also watched What to Expect When You're Expecting. And that's a... I actually really enjoyed it. And you guys are like, Clay, how many rom-coms did you fucking watch this weekend? And to that I have to say, hey, shut your face because I was hungover and sad so I had to watch shit like this, alright? Um, 
Now, this movie was about a whole bunch of different couples going through their pregnancies or, you know, child situations. So it had like a one night stand that turned into an accidental pregnancy. It had a, um, you know, a family that couldn't get pregnant. Uh, so they were adopting. It had a family that got pregnant with twins and the dad was uh, a bit older. He was pretty much older. Then it had his son was pregnant. Well, had his wife pregnant at the same time and they had been trying for ages, right? And then it had, what else? There had to be more. Oh, a guy found out that he had a daughter, um, you know, when he banged some broad down in Australia one time. So then he, you know, he was kind of a late father. Like she was already like a few years old before he met her and shit. So there's all these different things. Then there was like, um, you know, uh, perfect pregnancy, no pain, pregnancy with heaps of pain. Um, uh, oh yeah. There was another couple that got pregnant by accident and weren't together. Um, but fell in love through the baby or whatever. Um, yeah. Pregnancy, no pain. Pregnancy, heaps of pain. Um, pregnancy goes wrong, have to do cesarean. Uh, miscarriage. Adoption. Um, all of these things, dude. And it was very... It was cool. It was cool. I liked how they showed all the experiences. I liked how there was a little dad's group. Because sometimes I feel like nervous that if I have a kid, I won't be able to like have friends really anymore. But they had this dope little dad's group that hangs out when they like they take their kids for walks and shit and they all hang out. Sometimes they have beers while they're doing it, you know? So I liked that movie. It actually probably um, was informative um, more than anything else. I probably would give that one a six out of 10. So go ahead. Um, then I watched this movie with Miles Teller. Again, on Netflix, called Bleed for This. Um, And uh, I guess it's from the year 2016. And it's about, it's a uh, biopic or biopic, some people call them, about this legendary boxer out of Providence, um, where I basically lived for five years, um, called uh, Vinny Pazienza. And basically, he gets fucked up in a fight one day. Um, and... Um, shit, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I won't tell you too much. And I don't really remember this bit too clearly anyway. But anyway, he has a car accident. And breaks his spine or something. Or his neck. And he's not ever supposed to... He's not ever supposed to walk again. But he actually ends up... Uh, in a title fight. And I love a boxing movie. And I love an inspirational story. And um, I love me some Miles Teller Duke. And it's interesting. Because Miles Teller got in a car accident in real life. So if you have ever seen a Miles Teller movie. He's got scars on his face. And you're sometimes probably like. Why has he got scars on his face? And I'll tell you right now. He was on his way home from a music festival. He was in the passenger seat. And his friend lost control of the vehicle. And they crashed. So he actually, he actually has been in a car accident in real life. So, so that's something to think about, I guess. 
Um, but that movie, seven out of ten. I'm giving it. Uh, so let's just give that one a quick seven. And then um, last night before my social game, which I haven't even talked about yet, I watched Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence, which I'm pretty sure I watched a long time ago, but probably before before Clay's reviews. So now it's finally getting um, some Clay's reviews here. Uh, so Martin Lawrence and Luke Wilson are in it together. And basically Martin Lawrence is a crook. Um, and then he, he cons the cops and then he's basically acting to be a cop, acting like a cop for the whole movie. And they get in them because he's a crook. He can think like a crook. He solves some crimes while he's trying to do his own crime. So that, you know, Martin Lawrence is funny, dude. I'm not going to give Martin Lawrence probably ever less than a six. So I might just give him a 6.5 in blue streak from the year 1999. So, um, that's, that's Clay's reviews for the day, really. Um, and yeah, I just touched on, I just touched on social last night. So let me just break this down real quick. So we started off with five players. Nate didn't play because Nate never plays. Um, and then who else didn't play? Matty B broke his hand last week. So, uh, that left us with five guys cause we've only got seven guys in the team. About five minutes in Nick fucking rolls his ankle. He's like, I'm done boys. So that leaves us with four, uh, with about 10 or 15 minutes to go in the game. Muzz rolls his ankle. That leaves us with three for a little bit. Muzz comes back in, but he's not moving too good. So we had three and a half guys and we lost our first game of social, dude. And I don't know, you know, how many points I scored, but I'm pretty sure I can look it up. We can see, we can just see like what kind of situation we, uh, we actually really had here. Cause, um, like I would, I would say that it was probably unacceptable. Um, but yeah, let's have a look. I don't really remember the website off the top of my head either, but let's, um, let's just check real quick. Um, let's go, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta try and fucking find these things sometimes. Results for Monday, AB grade. Um, that was last week. And then, yeah, so we lost by 17 points. We did get it back down to six at one stage, but it was just so hard, dude. Um, and, the, and the refs are straight up tarted, bro. Telling you. So one dude on their team had 26 points, which was annoying because like he did not deserve that. I had 19. Um, Sam had 17 um, and you know, that's all right. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't even have full team dude, but it's just mad annoying that some dude thinks that he got 26 points on us. You know, he just wasn't really, you know, he was hustling. He was getting some rebounds and shit. And then he chucked up a three pointer that fucking went in. I don't know, dude. It just pisses me off sometimes, but. Uh, we'll get back on our feet. We've got to find a ringer because 
you know, what's he's hurt now. I think Rachel, Rachel just got home, so might wrap this up pretty soon. I was going to do some advice, but it is also... It is also the, the hump day episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bruh. So I'm just dropping in to say hi, really. Yeah, come in. Oh, I'm sorry. I accidentally knocked the door. Why? Um. Oh, hi. Hey. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I. Oh, yeah. Did you leave that at honestly? work for, for fucking three weeks yes i did and i was tiptoeing down the hallway thinking i'm gonna be so quiet and i go and fucking knocked the door with this heavy tupperware container i feel like an idiot why have you left it at work for three weeks i am so sorry i just totally forgot they were in there and those are mum's containers because you did that at mum's house did i oh yeah Oh. Yeah, so sort it out. And this is terrible content, so I'm going to go. <laughs> Thanks again for ruining the potty once more. I love ruining the potty. No, I don't really. I hate it. All right, guys. This is Welcome to the Potty. You know where to find us. Welcome to the Potty on everything. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Please rate and review the show. Um, you know, sometimes you should just plug the your phone into your charger and just leave Welcome to the Potty playing all night long. Shit like that. Um... Tell a friend, tell a friend, if you need, if you know anybody that needs help, anybody that is a single parent, anybody that, you know, is, you know, in hospital, diabetes, cancer, whatever, man, you let us know. We'll see if we can help out at all. Um, happy hump day. I hope it's payday for you. And if it's not, I hope it is next week. And um, this is Welcome to the Party. And as always, fun, fun.